You're listening to the On The Go With VAO News podcast for the week ending January 20th, 2017. Hello and welcome to the podcast, a weekly recap of the top headlines from the Daily Acquisition News. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Allison Cartwright, Daily News Writer. The new administration has the potential for more than $1.1 trillion in sustainable cost reductions, $500 billion of which would come from supply chains and acquisitions. So says a new report from the Technology CEO Council. The report indicates that implementing modern, interconnected technologies over the next decade could result in these cost savings, as well as a 10-20% to cut of supply chain costs through utilizing category management, better use of supply chain assets, and advanced analytics. The report suggests agencies will need to apply cognitive and analytics tools that show information beyond people's or computing models' findings in order to gain a better understanding of complex procurement rules. These cognitive tools could identify outwardly unrelated data from internal and external sources and improve market intelligence for acquisition professionals. However, the report points out that the supply chain cost reductions, like through category management, might not be, quote, scorable by the Congressional Budget Office. The report also notes that category management implementation has been unbalanced across the government and makes recommendations, including expanding the General Services Administration's Federal Strategic Sourcing Initiative and category management through standard platforms that coordinate procurement of information technology and support services. GSA is advancing the category management initiative with its newly awarded maintenance, repair, and operations requisition channel blanket purchase agreements against multiple award schedule 51V. Requisitions for competitively priced MRO supplies and commodities submitted to GSA can go through this channel to be fulfilled by GSA Global Supply. The MRO requisition channel BPAs will provide customer agencies with national stock numbers in addition to part numbers from various tool and hardware categories. Look for this channel under the Acquisition Gateway's Industrial Products and Services hallway. Einstein has foiled 1 million cyber threats, that is Einstein 3 Accelerated, the Department of Homeland Security's cyber threat detection and defense system, which blocks intrusions and exfiltrations from bad actors. DHS has expanded the deployment of this latest iteration of Einstein systems to 93% of federal civilian executive branch networks in 2016, from just 28% in 2015. 45 federal agencies and departments and all civilian cabinet-level departments are now using E3A. Einstein's 1 and 2 that monitor network and suspicious traffic have been deployed and active since 2015. DHS strongly encourages agencies not yet covered by E3A to get on board to protect their cyber networks. A few proposed rules this week, the Department of Defense, GSA, and National Aeronautics and Space Administration are proposing to amend the Federal Acquisition Regulation to promote the acquisition of sustainable products, services, and construction methods. This proposed rule implements Executive Order planning for federal sustainability in the next decade and provisions in the Agricultural Act of 2014 or 2014 Farm Bill. Some of its updates include revising the scope of FAR 23 to clarify sustainable acquisition prescriptions, 
Deleting the fiscal year 2015 date in FAR 36.104 for meeting the now annual goal for diverting construction and demolition debris. And updating EO references and policies in FAR 52. Comments on the proposed rule should be submitted by March 20th. The Department of Homeland Security also proposed to add three rules to its acquisition regulations concerning the protection of controlled, unclassified information and privacy. The three proposed rules, standardized information technology security awareness training, and DHS rules of behavior requirements for DHS contractor and subcontractor employees, address requirements for the safeguarding of CUI, and require contractors to complete training on protecting privacy, and the handling and safeguarding of personally identifiable information. Comments on the proposed rules are due March 20th. A final rule this week came from the Office of Personnel Management, amending geographic boundaries of two non-appropriated fund federal wage system wage areas. OPM has defined Kent County, Michigan and Cameron County, Texas as areas of application to NAF FWS wage areas because federal employees work in these counties. The regulation is effective immediately but will be applied on or after February 21st, the first day of the first applicable pay period. Department of Defense released a guide that provides a framework for other transactions for prototype projects. According to the guide, OTs are tremendously flexible acquisition tools that can streamline prototype projects and also spur technology innovation. The guide acknowledges that OTs are legal instruments that can be used to procure these projects instead of procurement contracts, grants, or cooperative agreements, and as such, they do not need to comply with the federal acquisition regulation. The guide updates a 2002 OT guide and includes revisions such as an expansion of the purposes for which OTs can be used, target pricing for production is no longer required, follow-on transactions are now allowed, and OT awards above a certain threshold must be approved by senior acquisition officials. The Department of Defense Chief Information Officer Terry Halverson is set to retire February 28th. For the past two and a half years in his role, Halverson has been a part of and received criticism for the Joint Information Environment Initiative that consolidated and secured military services and agencies' IT footprints. Following his leave, Halverson predicts that DOD's IT policies and priorities will not see any major changes under the new administration. Federal agencies aren't over-relying on their contractors, according to a recent Office of Federal Procurement Policy report to the House Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. All covered Chief Financial Officer Act agencies reviewed fiscal year 2015 service contract inventories, including those related to information technology, program management, professional support services, engineering and technical services, and some mission-specific services. OMB plans to inventory this data in the acquisition gateway in order to provide some general support on the allocation of contract resources. And that's all for this week. If you are a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can read more about any of the headlines we covered on the same VAO page where you downloaded this podcast. Thank you for joining us today and tune in again Friday, January 27th to catch up on all the latest developments from the Daily Acquisition News. See you then.